if you're tired of the standard business and marketing fundamentals, frameworks, and funnels, <laughs> you need a little mischief. Get ready to turn up the volume on the CEO Mischief Maker podcast, where you access conversations with seasoned business owners who have smashed through mindset barriers, innovated the standard boring business and marketing playbooks, and executed future-paced strategies with bleeding-edge tools and tactics to micro-fail their way into massive success and growth. We are Mindset Impact Strategic Catalysts, helping innovative entrepreneurs focus. We are CEO Mischief Makers. Ready to make a little mischief? Welcome back to the conversation. It's Friday, my favorite day. I love all the other days as well. I love what we're doing, but today it's like, all right, we could talk all esoteric and, you know, out there in la-la land all we want. This is now rubber meets the road. What do we do? And welcome back to the conversation, my dear friend, Peter Laskowski. Pete, how you doing? I'm ready. I'm ready to hit the <laughs> road with rubber. How about that? <laughs> uh, I got to say. <laughs> Whatever I, I you said. Say, I know. <laughs> you know, I got a Tesla. And that oh, puppy, cool. that rubber hits the road very differently than any other car. They I'm have driven, that, so. uh, what they call it something, the acceleration experience. There's a term for it, isn't there? Like when you get it, sunk it, into it, your back seat. You do. You do. And I've never, I've only had one person, my father, when I took him on a ride and I punched it, he didn't say a word. He didn't have a reaction. He didn't do anything. I'm and like, he's still not talking to you. <laughs> I had to look over. I'm like, are you alive? Are you okay? Do I need to <laughs> yeah. pinch you? Did I give you a heart attack? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it is. It's exactly that. Everybody like, whoa. <laughs> All right. Enough about Tesla. We talked, if you have not listened to Monday's and Wednesday's episodes, you need to go back and listen to that because Pete has shared some really incredible stories that I think you're going to be able to take some lessons from and use in your own life and your own business. But today we get to dive in and really talk about strategy and tactics. So we've talked about technology. We've talked about futurist ideas. We've talked about innovation. So Pete, how do we, how do we use what's today? How do we understand technology today and prepare ourselves to use it and also be prepared for the future? Well, that's a that's a huge, all-encompassing question. But to simplify things, I, I look at a couple of things that I always follow. We know, like I was talking about you know, on Wednesday, video is huge. I mean, you look at YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, all these things, people, and people are on their phones constantly and they're watching a lot of stuff. Then you got all the other sector that like podcasts, audiobooks, and all that kind of stuff. People are listening to a lot of stuff, right? So, you know, using stuff today. And then now we are starting to get like some infancy in artificial intelligence, right? So my job is I'm always looking at, okay, so what is here that maybe has already emerged that really needs to have now a next generation hit on it? or what is emerging that it's coming up the technology adoption curve enough where it's like, okay, now's the time to develop, right? And so that's why I mentioned video and audio and artificial intelligence as part of like, here's some tools. But I, I will say this, Mary. One thing I did, even though I know, you know, we're not talking about Steve Jobs or Elon Musk, but one thing that Steve Jobs did say that did stick with me when I was a younger engineer as he said, customers don't always know what they want, but they sure know what they don't want. 
And that is 100% true. And what that means is they will tell you where there's problems that need to be solved if you listen and you take your blinders off. If you're a true innovator, you're a listener, right? So I'm always listening and I'm always looking on different forums and you know, seeing what people are saying because a lot of that stuff, complaints that come up. I mean, you know, you've been in the beta test now. We're getting stuff that people come to me and I go, wow, I never thought about using it that way. But that's part of innovation. So yeah. again, it's you can't do everything a customer asks because that's, you know, that drags the company down. But you have to listen and say, okay, here's some things they're telling me I don't want. I don't want my life anymore. If you could solve that, man, that would be really good for us. I agree. Even if people don't necessarily, most people don't know where they want to go, but they know where they don't want to go. Yeah. Uh, we know yeah. the negative much, much easier than we know the positive. Yeah. And that goes back to the whole fear concept that we talked about yeah. on Monday. But I love what you're talking about with innovation, because I know you and I are working on a tool together. I'm helping you with this tool and I'm loving it, completely loving it. And when you talk about innovating for the customer and understanding what the customer wants and understanding what they don't want, I'm just going to say this. I learned so much from you and one other software developer that I, CEO that I worked with to take emotion out of the answers you might get. So what I mean by that is when you ask for feedback from customers or from beta testers or anybody, you don't get emotionally attached to the answer. You just take the answer as input and decide whether it's something you can act on or not. So most of the time with marketing or most people walking down the street, if someone walked up and said, you know, I really don't like that red, that color red, I would suggest you do this other color red. They're going to be offended. They're going to have an emotional response to that because they're tied to whatever shirt they're wearing. They feel good about it. But when you're talking about business and, and innovation, especially in software, you cannot be tied to the outcome of the answer that you're asking. You have to be completely open and again, use another term that we talked about in the last episode and be curious about what this person is saying and how you can use it to make your product better. Am I right? Yeah. Well, and to add to that, the reason why I don't is I'm a robot. So it's okay. I believe no, I'm you. Kidding. No, I'm a human being. But you know, the, the thing about it is, Mary, you're so right. But here's the way I look at it, Mary, is I think that, you know, when you go through so many incarnations of development and innovation and bringing products to market, some that are hugely successful, some that follow their, you know, their, you know what, and then some that are just zombies and you can't kill them if you tried. If you go through all of those kinds of things, it's like, I don't know, maybe it gives you a thicker skin or what, but I, I think if you combine that with, for me, it's the passion of curiosity and clarity because I can have, you know, you can say something that most people maybe would perceive as attacking and I'm listening for, okay, but I'm also in the back of my mind going, you know, it's like this third party, you know, out of body experience, right? You're having the third party perspective going, well, why is she saying it that way? Why is she getting so wound up about this? That's the way I look at things. I don't take it personally because heaven knows I've had many, many people in my face screaming at me, not you, but over the years, but you know, it's just, I step back and go, okay, so first of all, we're not going to respond to this today. Secondly, I got to think about what they said, because there may be something there. There was somebody that told me this a long time ago. 
I think it's a, that's a really good thing. It's like, if one person calls you and asks, you can disregard it. But if, if several people do, you better saddle up, right? Oh, it's kind of like, you know, that's right. It's, it's one of those things where, you know, you got to kind of listen to people. And I found what's fascinating is maybe the approach a person takes isn't always right, but the underlying message there is always fascinating to me. Like, and that's why, you know, like I'm always asking questions like, okay, but why did you say that? Right. You talk about, I don't know if you know about, well, there's Peter Drucker and all of the stuff with the quality of principles. You know, Toyota came out with the five whys, right? If you go five whys, eventually you get to the to the the solution to the problem, right? So it's good to ask why and be curious. It's like, well, why do you why did you say that? Why do you think that? Because that lets a person know that look, you're not going to come back and react and attack, right? I'm not about reaction. I'm about you know. I, I think the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. That's a great yes. book about you know. Think about you know how do you create this win-win situation and don't don't be reactive be proactive like well, what do you, what do we do here one of my most favorite quotes mary is from victor frankel you know victor frankel and i don't remember the exact but i'll paraphrase it and that is there is a space between stimulus and response and in that space is choice and with that choice is where all your power and success comes from and man oh man is that true and i carry that with me every single day of my life because when you get that stimulus, you got to kind of sit back and go, okay, let's have a little space here for response, right? In that regard. Oh my gosh, yes. And clarity and curiosity and choice. If you want to look at those three things, that I think when you're talking about implementing something, which is what we're talking about today, strategy and tactics is really implementation. How am I going to formulate a plan of attack, an action? whatever it is you're talking about, how am I going to formulate that? That's the strategy. And then how am I going to actually implement it? That's the tactics. And when you talk about clarity and curiosity and then choice, we live in this world of technology changing so fast that our curiosity happens fast. We are curious about something. We're going to dive in and we're going to learn something about it. But our action really should have that pause and have that choice. Because we don't know if that's where we need to go. We don't know if that's going to benefit us to spend the time and the energy to explore it further. That's all we have on this earth is time. And it's very limited. No matter how much you think you have, you don't have enough. So take that time and really decide, is this a good use of my time? Is this a good use of my brain power? Because we have a limited amount of that. Is this a good use of my attention? And here we go back to the little red dot again. Is it really a good use of my attention to respond to that thing? Yeah. Most but of that's the time, choice, right? No. Like you're talking that's about, right. you're talking about choice of like, I choose not to have any of that stuff on. I'm just going to focus. I mean, here's the thing. If you want to look, the way I look at it is this, Mary, if you want to get down to brass tacks or rubber hits the road, go to chat GPT, go to chat Sonic, write in, what is my strategy for this? And it will give you something. Now, then you have to apply human experience knowledge, all the background that you have. Because if somebody's just going to rely on artificial intelligence to tell them what to do, I think you're in for a very sorry existence, even when artificial intelligence gets better. But that's why I said, you and I have talked about this many, many times is, you know, I always look, because I do a lot of running, right? And one of the questions, you know, it's like, I always ask, you know, what else is possible? Because that's a really good question. If you want to have a, a tactical question for innovation, like what else is possible? And that's a good way when you're having a heated conversation. It's like, well, what else is possible? Because that 
that defeats all of the, the anger. But the other thing is, one thing I, I always have been fascinated by is like innovation. Where does innovation come from? Well, done a lot of thinking about that, a lot of research. Innovation comes from your knowledge and experience and all the things you draw upon, right, to innovate. And I have many, many stories. We can go out for hours about all that, as everybody does. I'm not special to anybody else. But the one thing I have not figured out is where does inspiration come from? If someone knows the answer to that, it can share that with me. Please let me know. You you can go ahead and email me. But the thing is, there's a big difference between innovation and inspiration. It's like when I'm running sometimes, it's like all of a sudden, it's like something happens and it's like, aha, that's exactly what we need to go do. And to me, that's not innovation, that's inspiration. Because innovation is that clarity, that choice, that that it's a framework of how you think through things and apply your experience to it. Inspiration. I don't know where that comes from, Mary. So, I, you know, but we have, <laughs> so I've got a book. I've got a book for you. I'll answer that question right now. It's an amazing okay. book and it's called big magic. Big and magic. Okay. I'll, I'll have to magic. get that one on audible. It, big magic. <laughs> and it talks exactly. It says exactly that. And the inspiration that you're talking about, I agree 100%. It will strike. And if we mm-hmm. choose not to act, probably it's going to strike somewhere else. Well, and not only that, but work. that, that inspiration, Mary, when it strikes, you know, it's, it's, as we get older, we start going, Hey, you know, I probably should listen to my gut more and quit yeah. analyzing crap yeah. because when you get that inspiration, if it feels right in your gut, your intuition, you better do something about it. Yeah, I agree. 100%. So, all right. We've worked together for a number of years and I know your process is very regimented. I love working with your team. In terms of implementation of software and everything that we've talked about, someone who's listening and their brain is just reeling from all the information we've shared, that you've shared your stories and the human connection that you're really trying to help people have in this world, because that's really what it comes down to, that human connection. We're using technology to create or deepen human connections. Is there any last piece of advice you would give someone listening who's like, all right, yeah, I'm ready to go. How do I decide on the software? How do I decide if it's a human connection or not, or the dopamine hit, or the red dot, or the, well, I'm like, what do I do? Is there any last piece of advice you'd give that person who's listening? Well, the only other thing I can offer is this, and I coach baseball. I played baseball and coach baseball for over 20 years, and I used to teach the boys about the 10,000 hour rule. And some people know about that, right? Just in short, 10,000 hour rule is you don't get to perfection on anything, but within 10,000 hours, you can get to mastery. So if you put it in mathematical or logical terms, working eight hours a day for a year is 2,080 hours in a year. So it's about a five-year commitment if you're going to actually really get good at something. So I think the thing is, I'm not so tied in with how do you make the perfect choice? Because I don't think there is one. I, I think what you have to do is you got to say, okay, where are my passions? And maybe you write down what I'm passionate about. You know, it's kind of like the what the customer doesn't want and what the customer wants, right? What are you going to do? You can do a two-column thing on a piece of paper or on your computer or on your phone going, okay, what am I passionate about? What am I not passionate about, right? Because a lot of times in business, you'll learn about exactly what you don't want to do. But the thing is, if you if you can do that and say, okay, my gut tells me I feel right about this direction and then go in that direction. But I will say this, a lot of us entrepreneurs, including you, because I know, because I've talked to you several times, 
We're not just binary where we're going, I'm doing this one thing, that's it. I'm off writing books. I'm doing running a software company. I'm doing different passions. So, you know, some people, they get real fancy about these terms and go, have multiple streams of income. Well, you can do whatever you, I just say, express multiple passions. Human beings are multidimensional beings. We're not just like, I just do software and that's all I do, right? So I think if you if you take the pressure off and go, you know, there's a few things I could do here. I'm going to go do those different things. But I will say this, when you make those few choices, you're going to have to have persistence. You're going to have some gut-wrenching experiences. And like, you know, Mary and I said, you're going to jump in the river and you're going to start swimming as if your life depends on it with those choices that you have. And know that some will be good and some won't. Do they have to fall off, right? So I guess that's my answer is just like you do investments, have a not 10, but maybe two or three that you're working on that you really love to do and move forward with persistence, with choice, with passion. And eventually, to me, it's always worked out like Usually one, like the cream rises to the top, one will go, yep, that's the one that connects and I'm going to run with that thing, right? Okay, hold on. If your mindset was shifted, you were inspired to innovate and you were spurred into action, don't just move on with your day. Focus, my friend, and take a few minutes to visit ceomischiefmaker.com to learn more about the value that was shared with you today. Please act now and create some CEO mischief of your own.